left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Zach is our producer today. Uh, right at the top of the show, going to talk a little LSU Florida. Scott Rabelais, who's been on the program many times, uh, from the Baton Rouge Advocate, will join us to talk about the latest with Jaden Daniels and all of that. And then uh, a guy many of this audience is familiar with, Dan Mullen will be here at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour to talk college football. Boy, a lot going on. First of all, uh, we'll honor our veterans tomorrow with Veterans Day, but we are going to uh, have a show. So normal time, normal place. It'll be our normal prognostication Friday. And uh, our guest tomorrow is going to be Danny Cannell. Yeah, he'll talk a little college football with you, too, the former FSU signal caller. Uh, that'll be taking place tomorrow. Uh, like a lot of basketball we'll talk about. The Gators get a seven foot six recruit. How about that? Seven six. Uh, and the Gator women play tonight, and the Gator men play tomorrow. Gator baseball has its common opponents in the SEC announced. I'll give you all of them. But first, we're bringing Scott in here to talk Florida and LSU. Scott, always good to have you back. We've been doing this for about 100 years, and 101 is good. Um, I know Gator fans want to know the latest about Jaden Daniels, so let me know what you got. Yes, a long, a long time. Uh, maybe not quite as long as LSU and Florida have been playing every year since 71, <laughs> but a long time. A long time, yeah. Um, yeah the latest on Jaden is uh, he was expected to – Returned to practice yesterday, but not like having any, you know, any kind of, you know, contact or anything. Not that quarterbacks do much contact, of course, uh, in practice. And, and then they were hoping he'd be full go today. So we'll hear from Coach Kelly after practice this afternoon. And I figured this is going to be uh, the the make or break point for him, whether he can play or, or not against Florida, is, is whether he is um, – whether he is, uh, you know, able to practice today because you have to get in a certain amount of preparation. It's late in the season, but 
certain amount of preparation. Then, but all in the, all um, all signs are trending towards him being able to play on Saturday, uh, as far as we know. You know, a lot's been made of LSU's offense, and rightfully so, because it's been so good. But, you know, you look at LSU, and traditionally, you know, defensively, all those athletes they've had, DBU, all of that, injuries have been part of this, I know, Scott. But what's been, are there other issues as to why the defense has been so up and down? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had some headwinds this year. It started back in August when their uh, defensive line coach, Jimmy Lindsay, who Brian Kelly hired in the offseason from South Carolina, uh, had some kind of medical emergency. Uh, you know, I, I, we still don't know exactly what it is, but you know, it certainly sounds like heart or stroke-related, something like that. It's a very long-term debilitating illness. He had to shake up the defensive staff. And then, uh, of course, Greg Brooks, uh, you know, when they're starting safeties, uh, uh, had a brain tumor and he 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 had to he had to have you know, surgery and now he's in Memphis uh, you know receiving treatment at St Jude so uh, a very serious situation with with uh, Greg Brooks and you'll notice uh, his the number three on the back of the LSU players helmets on Saturday that that's for uh, that's for Greg so um, so there have been some headwinds but but it doesn't excuse everything I mean you know you still have you know, playmakers like Harold Perkins. And then uh, Mason Smith came back, who, who sat out all of last year and sat out the Florida State game uh, because of a pretty silly NCAA suspension. And then uh, Makai Wingo played most of the year. Now he's out. Uh, he's had surgery, you figure, on a, a knee or ankle or something like that. And now they've lost Alexander, one of the start, starting cornerbacks. He got hurt making an interception, returning his army. So it's been a lot of things, but it doesn't excuse everything. It, that you know, This is historically – Maybe the maybe the worst LSU defense ever, and it was bad in 2020. At, at times, you know, people remember that the, the Florida LSU game in the fog in Gainesville, and uh, LSU you know couldn't stop Florida too well, and Florida couldn't stop LSU too well either that night. But it was uh, yeah, these are not the numbers that people are used to seeing. And you know, while while for years LSU fans probably envied you know the the fun and gun offense at Florida and the the, you know, the points and yards they put up with with Werfel and Tebow and Spurrier and all the you know all, all these guys, uh, L- the the core identity of LSU's program has been its defense. The Chinese Bandits in 1958, and Tommy Casanova and Patrick Peterson and the Honey Badger and Glenn Dorsey and it, you know wanting to call themselves DBU and it hasn't been like that for for a while and it, it doesn't look like it's going to get to be back that way anytime soon. They're going to have to recruit and coach their way out of this and. One suspects there will be some some changes on the defensive coaching staff uh, in the offseason. Scott, with, with what LSU traditionally does, uh, you know, the SEC West is out three losses, although still ranked 19th in the playoff poll. You've been around there a long time, and I, I respect Brian Kelly. Do you think getting ready to play this game with not a lot to play for, so to speak, is going to be a big deal? I think so. You know, it's like after the LSU plays Alabama, it's it's always a letdown, good or bad. Last year, you know, uh, you know they they won the game in dramatic fashion, and then you know it, it's a struggle to get back up the next week. So I think LSU might suffer some of that, and that might play into Florida's hands a little bit too. Not, I'm not saying that's the only way Florida can win the game or anything like that, but uh, but it, you know, it's it that could be a little bit of a a trouble for LSU. But I think once the game gets going, it's a traditional opponent. It's a rival. It's it's a team that that uh, that LSU you know players you know, like they, they like to play and, and LSU fans like like to play and uh, so I, and then look uh, Brian Kelly is trying to sell them on the fact that 
you can win if you can if you can win your last three games and win a bowl game. That's ten win seasons in back to back years. That's that's progress. That's 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 stability. That's something that uh, that LSU needs. It's not challenging Georgia or Alabama or or you know for the top of the SEC, but it, it's it's a it's a step in the right direction. And if you don't, uh, if you don't win this game or the Texas A&M game or the bowl game, then it look, it's going to look like a step back in, in year two. Uh, maybe they went too far, too flew too high, too fast last year, winning the SEC West. But um, it's important for that reason. I, I think that message is getting through to the players. Uh, and and I, th- I think once once the game gets started, it might might it might be a little difficult start for LSU, but I think once the game gets going, I think they'll they'll be up to the task. Scott Robert, our guest here, columnist with the Baton Rouge Advocate. Scott, let me end with this. You know, Florida went the route of hiring an up-and-comer. Obviously, LSU went for, you know, a guy who's been around for a long time in the coach that you have. What is your sense of the fan base with Brian Kelly? Do they like the hire? Do they like him? Do they like where the program is going? Uh, for the most part, I, I, I would say – I would say that you know the jury is out a little bit. You know, it's kind of it's kind of fluctuated back and forth over what is now almost two full seasons. You know, certainly after they got hammered by Tennessee midway through last season, that was pretty negative. They beat Alabama, that's pretty positive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some of the games this year, obviously in the you know in the, the way they've lost, you know, giving up such huge amounts of points and yards to, to Ole Miss and and to Alabama and to Florida State and these losses, it's not it's not what LSU fans want to see. So. I, I think I think there's a little concern too about about Brian's age. You know, he's 62, and and people can say, oh, you could have hired Billy Napier, you could have hired, you know, maybe Lincoln Riley or something like somebody like that. He's a lot younger, um, and uh, I, I think there's probably I think there's probably still some fans who, you know, would be carrying a torch for for Billy Napier, but that was never going to happen. LSU was never going to hire the coach from Louisiana Lafayette. It just wasn't going to happen politically. So. Uh, uh, so I, I think it's all – if people talk about, is he a good fit, is he not? It all comes down to winning. Ed Orgeron was as good a fit as you can have, and when he won, it was great, and the last two years weren't great, and he, and he, he was shown the door. So, um, you know, it, it's all going to come down to that. But I think, um, I think people have to be – they have to be patient. They have, no, they have no choice. He's got a long-term contract, and he's – you know, they're, they're winning. They're, they're good, as he said, but they're not anywhere near great or elite. And he has to be given a chance to get the greater elite, just like Florida has got to give Billy Napier a chance as well. So um, I would say for a lot of people, the jury's still out. Getting, you know, getting on a win streak to end the season would help, uh, help him immensely, though. All right. We'll see what happens Saturday, Death Valley at night, Gators and LSU. Scott's seen a few of those. He'll see another one come Saturday night. Appreciate you, Scott. Thanks for your time. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, Scott. Scott Robillet. Uh, columnist for the Baton Rouge Advocate has come on many years here uh, talking about this game. All right, uh, we will open up the phone lines for you. Lots to talk about today. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Again, Dan Mullen will join us here at about one thirty. Uh, let me give you a couple of other uh, tidbits here uh, as we go along. Uh, I mentioned about baseball and getting their uh, their permanent opponents. This is going to be uh, this is effect in the 2025 season. 
That's the first season in which Oklahoma and Texas will participate in the SEC. Beginning in 2025, SEC baseball teams will play a three-game series against two permanent opponents and eight rotating opponents, 30 conference games. Divisional standings are gone. If you win the SEC, you win and you beat every team. That's how it's going to be. Okay? The way that the SEC did this, they say, is geography, traditional opponents, and strength of schedule. All right, here we go. This is for baseball. Alabama has Auburn, which you would expect, and Tennessee. Arkansas has Ole Miss and Missouri. Auburn has Alabama and Georgia. Makes sense. Georgia has Florida and Auburn. Kentucky, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina in baseball. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas. LSU, Mississippi State, A&M. Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Oklahoma, Missouri, Texas. You get the idea. So those are Florida's two permanent opponents beginning in 2025, Georgia and South Carolina. Brian, got a feeling it's going to be a long night in Baton Rouge. So I know this sounds familiar. I think the players will fight hard. We've seen another boneheaded play will allow us uh, – well, I'll let you to get up big early. I keep thinking we've hit rock bottom, but each week I'm being proved wrong. He's thinking – Tigers 45, Gators 17. Brian, are you are you trolling here? Because, man, you in some of your stuff here, you, you don't pick the Gators to do real well. But he says, hope I'm wrong on this one. Just calling it from my head, not my heart. Any chance Napier would, make a ju- would adjust these last three games? Maybe give one of the assistant coaches the play-calling duties or make someone on the staff the main special team's focal point. He's not going to have an assistant coach play call. That's not the problem. Florida scored 36 points the other day. Hello? That's pretty good. So I, I don't see that happening. Do I think he will reevaluate at the end of the year and figure something out? Yes. Kevin in Punta Gorda uh, said in response to an email I got yesterday, um, what makes you a real Gator fan over anybody else? Because he, Mark, did say he was a, from a real Gator fan. I'm not an alum. I feel like I spent my college years in Gainesville. I'm not a booster. Probably would give if I had the means. I root with the same intensity as if I was always sitting in Section 36, Row 1. I'm not the one making the coaching decisions, nor do I pretend my voice should be heard in those decisions. When I go to a game, I'm there from the first whistle to security kicking us out of the stands. I take it in, win or lose, enjoy it, and root for the Gators. Maybe I'm just a different kind of a Gator fan. 12:15 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Aton Ohana. Hoops action is back in Gainesville as the Lady Gators take on the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats later this evening. Florida hopes to see a repeat of the 82-65 win in the first game of the season. You can tune into coverage here today at 5.40 p.m. Santa Fe College men's basketball also tips off tonight at 7. You can catch them trying to pick up win number 3 against Gordon State College. Thursday night football is in action tonight. 
the Chicago Bears play host to the Carolina Panthers in a clash of struggling teams. Carolina, who traded up with the Bears to select Bryce Young in last April's draft, hopes to see their young quarterback put on a show. Catch coverage here tonight at 8.20 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Eitan Ohana. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. For a long time now, I've been telling you about a terrific charity, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. And you have helped this charity out immensely. Why? Because you've donated your unused or unwanted vehicles, gotten them to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, and helped at-risk young boys from troubled homes get their lives back. How? Through your donations. They take these vehicles, they fix them, they repair them, they resell them. This is how they learn real-life skills. So if you have an unused vehicle of just about any kind, it could be a boat, an RV, a camper, whatever it is, they'll take that vehicle off your hands and help these boys get their lives back. So please consider a donation. It is a tax-deductible donation as well. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager, is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager. Please drink responsibly. Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Tishpee Olexi Insurance Agency, Inc. is seeking a marketing sales representative in Gainesville, Florida. Requires 36 months of experience as a regional sales manager. Knowledge of principles for providing customer and personal services. Marketing strategies and sales techniques, experience in developing business plans, working knowledge of Salesforce eCRM software, must have property and casualty 220, health and life insurance 215, and customer representative 440 licenses, excellent written verbal communication skills. Send resumes to Tish P. Oleksi, Insurance Agency, Inc., attention Tish P. Oleksi, 6021 Northwest First Place, Gainesville, Florida, 32607 or email tish.olexi.cclw at statefarm.com. Once again, that email is tish.olexi.cclw at statefarm.com. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Gary's Tackle Box, Gainesville's destination for fishing equipment and supplies for over 30 years, is now having one giant retirement sale. Find huge savings on all your favorite brands on sale now through November 22nd before they close their doors forever. Incredible store-wide discounts on rods, reels, lures, apparel, sunglasses, and more. 
Don't miss it. Gary's Tackle Box Retirement Sale. For discounts on everything you need for a successful catch. And from everyone at Gary's Tackle Box, thanks for fishing with us. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Yes, Evie. I wish from songs in the key of life. You realize that dude had hits in four decades. His first hit, he was 12 years old. 12 in 1963. Fingertips, part two. And he's gone on from there. All right, welcome back. Going to bring uh, Dick and St. Pete. Dick, hi. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Great show. Thank you. Hey, uh, you know, I'm a frequent caller and stuff like that, and We've talked throughout the year uh, with all your callers about, um, you know, debating about the coaching staff. Do we need this? Do we need that? I just have a question for you. You know, take your radio hat off and your fan hat on. I know you're a fan of the Gators. You went to the school, you're a graduate and everything else. So I'm assuming you're a fan. In your opinion, as a fan, do you think the coaching staff needs to be tweaked? If I say that, I mean by maybe offensive coordinator, uh, 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 Offensive coordinator at this point, no. Special teams coordinator, do you think as a fan, are you satisfied with the administration of the coaches at this point? In some respects, yes, and in some respects, no. And I think what you do, I think any coach that's worth his or her salt reevaluates things at the end of the year. You know, what, what can I do as the head coach to make my team better? My coaches do a better job. You reevaluate everything. I mean, okay. the offense lately has been better. I certainly think the young players like Trey Wilson, you know, are, are coming into their own. I see good things there. You know, defense has not played well the last three games, and we, we, we've seen the special team stuff happen for a lot of the year. So if you're asking me on November 9th, you know, where I think – Billy Napier needs to look, I think it's the special teams first. Because and it okay, isn't necessarily a coordinator. It's who's doing what. Is there somebody responsible for whatever aspect of special teams we're talking about? Okay, and let me ask you one more thing. I know, you know, I'm not gonna hold you to like, you know, gospel, but do you think in your opinion that they will do something? Uh, uh again, I wanna let's evaluate to the end of the year. Right. If if everything, if the offense clicks, if there's no more special teams gaffes, well, that tells me then there's been improvement. But again, even if there is improvement, I think you need to self-evaluate. You need to take a look. And even if it's good, how can I get it better? Dick, and I think any right. coach that doesn't do that is wrong. I mean, I, look, yeah. Steve Spurrier. I mean, you could. I mean, his offense was really good, but don't you think he looked at things and how can we tweak this and reevaluate that? And so, I mean, any any coach should do that, and I'm sure he will. Okay, thanks, Steve. Great yes, show. sir. Appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Daryl, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Can we get into the baseball schedule? Pardon me. 
Can we get into the baseball schedule just announced? Can we talk about that? Well, it's not the baseball schedule, just the permanent opponents. Yes, the opponents. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Steve, I really don't have no problem with it. I think it's pretty cool, you know, Georgia and uh, South Carolina. I was kind of hoping we'd get Tennessee as a permanent opponent, I guess because the rivalry we've developed over the few years. But uh, I think it'd be neat playing Texas and Oklahoma. You know, their venue and they're coming to Gainesville, especially in softball with Oklahoma, you know, coming into the conference there. I don't know if they'll come to Florida, but that's going to be a big uh, thing, you know, especially in softball in Oklahoma. Well, you know, it's it's interesting to me um, because I got an email from Kevin, and, and he brings up a good point because I read this twice, and then I read it on the air live. It says the permanent SEC baseball opponents were determined based on a number of factors, including geography, which makes sense, traditional opponents, and strength of schedule. How does that factor in? I don't understand. Yeah. I, somebody needs to explain that to me. What does strength of schedule mean? Well, I'm with you there because Georgia hasn't been that good in baseball here lately, Steve. Right. I mean, to me, this is purely <laughs> geographic because there's three teams in the SEC that Florida can take a bus and go play, and that's Georgia, Auburn, and South Carolina. And two of those yeah. three were picked. Yeah. So, yeah, for going my geographic location, I can see that. But, uh, yeah, so, yes, less than 100 days of baseball season. Man, it's coming up quicker than people think, you know. It is. It ha- And, again, basketball yeah. sneaks up on you, you know, in the middle of football. Here we are now, you know, in basketball. So, yeah, yeah after the holidays, it'll be January, and all of a sudden it'll be a month to baseball season. Yep. Steve, uh, getting into football real quick, for the life of me, I just can't wrap my – arms around some of this fan base wanting an offensive coordinator. I think the offense has improved since last year. And, you know, maybe Billy does need to look at special teams and defense, but I wouldn't want to get rid of Austin Armstrong, but I just think we're young on defense. But I just don't understand why these people want an offensive coordinator. Can you explain yes, that situation I, I can. to me? I think I can. I think what happens is there's a segment of any fan base – that gets caught up in history and get that gets caught up in optics. Okay? If the object of the game is to score points, bottom line, that's the object of the game. Of any offense is to put points on the board. I'm going to be really, really exaggerating this, Daryl, but let's say that Florida averaged 40 points a game, which is good, right? But they are predominantly a run team. Would fans like that? I don't think so. I think a segment of the fan base would not like that because it's not exciting enough. It's not throwing the football all over the yard like we saw a Coach Burrier do. And I think he, because of his success in doing that, I think a lot of Gator fans just want to see a repeat of that, regardless of you know, the outcome just about, which to me is foolish. The object of the game is to score points. And if I do it running the ball, great. If I do it throwing the ball, that's great too. But that's what I get paid to do. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the fan base, what you call movie theater fan base team, they want to be entertained. Yeah. And, you know, I get it to a point. I get it. But – that's the that's the um, the win win, right? You score a bunch of points and you look really flashy doing it. 
big plays and, you know, okay. But sometimes you can be a grinded-out team and score 36 points like the other day. It, isn't, it doesn't wow you, but it was effective. The, 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 the offense didn't lose that game. Well, I don't care as long as you know, Florida can win. I don't care if it wins 7-6. I'm happy. A win's a win to me. Well, I think you would find some fans that would not be happy winning 7-6, to six, but I hear you. Yeah, well, they're not older Gator fans like I am, Steve, so I can see that, you know. All right. All right, my man. Have a good day. Yep, Daryl, thank you. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. More of your calls, questions, comments. Keep them coming. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Wealth for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com. Allen Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or to license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako and Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Are you busy with work, family, and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And don't forget about their award-winning coffee that's always made with Cuban love and available from sunrise to late night. It's time for your UF Bookstore break right here on Sports Scene with me, Steve Russell. Give me a break. Give me a break. Log on to WRUF.com and sign up to win a $25 gift card to the UF Bookstore in the Wright Union. Just our way of gearing you up 
and saying thank you right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We've got a brief warming trend setting up over our area this afternoon. Mostly sunny skies, temperatures rising to the lower to mid-80s tonight. Partly cloudy, patchy fog tomorrow morning with very mild lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, highs in the upper 80s with mostly sunny skies. Increasing clouds on Saturday, a chance for showers on Sunday with highs Sunday in the 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. No play action. Pocket closing. Back yes. to the 15-yard line. Yes, sir. Florida visits Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Touchdown! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. William has a good email here. By the way, uh, phone lines are open until Dan Mullen comes here in about an hour. Tomorrow, uh, Danny Cannell will join us to talk some college football. It will also be Prognostication Friday. We will have a show tomorrow as we honor our veterans tomorrow. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. I laugh because William says, when you made the comparison uh, to the Gators with the Jets yesterday, that's how I know it's a bad place for us. I think the Jets losing doesn't bother you too much because that's the expectation, the norm for the Jets, and has been for decades and decades. You're used to it. William, let me just say this to you. And I will say it with all candor and diligence. It's, it's, the, it's not the norm in my mind. It will never be the norm in my mind. When you begin to accept losing, it's bad. I'm a realist. I'm a history guy. I understand the history of the Jets franchise. So am I a bit jaded in that? Yes. But again, when he, when you say it doesn't that losing doesn't bother me too much. It bothers the hell out of me. But, again, historically, this is what they've been for the most part. So don't mistake not feeling it, not being mad as hell about it, versus it's the way they are. Uh, He says, we're flirting dangerously close to that being a norm for Florida. This team since 2021 has been a bottom dweller in the conference. That's the reality, a scary one. Well, that is an issue if that continues. James says, I'm not picking the Gators this Saturday. like to see them play loose, something off script to possibly surprise LSU. Gators have won some games in Baton Rouge's underdogs in the past. Hope it happens Saturday. 
This might be the last time the Gators travel to Death Valley for a while with SEC expansion. It's true. Daniel in Sylvester, Georgia. Hi, Daniel. Ron Washington left the Braves for the Angels. Your thoughts, does this hurt Atlanta? Uh, it hurts Atlanta in the sense of uh, Washington, A, was very beloved there. Players really respected him uh, on the field. He did a lot with infield defense for the Braves and helped players become better defenders. And I understand that he's taking some Braves coaches with him to be the manager of the Angels. So uh, along those lines, does it hurt a little bit? Sure, it does. But good for him. He gets another chance to manage. Andrew's on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Hello, Andrew. Hey, did you see the story about the NC State quarterback? In what? Transferring. In what respect? He played three games and then um, he decided to go on the transfer portal. Has this ever happened before? I, I couldn't believe it. Well, remember three this. Three games and they start, he started, too. Well, remember... The the rules that when you said has it ever happened, the rules of transfer have changed. So, what happened in the past, it, you're not comparing apples and apples because the rules have changed. It's easier to transfer now. Yeah, but do you? What do you think? Do you think they should stop this from at least something like this? Because he was playing. I thought the portal was for people that aren't like this. Don't make any sense to me. I, I know he's redshirting. I, I did not know that his transfer was official. Um, I know he decided to redshirt, but let's say it is. Okay, should it be stopped? <laughs> that that's a, that's up for debate. I, I've I've been on record with this a long time, Andrew. In the past, most kids transferred because they weren't playing. And look, kids want to play. I had no issue with them going somewhere else to do that but you know is it is it easier now is it like you know shuffling the deck a little bit yeah but you better get used to it yeah but what do you what do you think of players that are uh that are playing but they're using it more as like hey i can make some money in the transfer portal i'll get out now what do you think of that that's what the rules allow you to do don't don't nfl players do that don't they play out their contracts, and don't they make more money no, this, as free agents? This is, this is mid-season, though. This is this is just in the mid-season, like. Well, like I said, I don't want... I don't think he's made a decision to transfer. I think he's redshirting at this point. But the last I saw, and I didn't look today, but the last I saw, he'd not made a decision. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Andrew. But let's say he had. If you don't like it, change the rules. That You have to understand you cannot be an ostrich here. You cannot. We can moan, and I'm guilty of this sometimes too, you know, moaning and groaning about, you know, the way things are and the good old days and all that. Well, you know what? They're gone. They're gone. Todd says, Is it fair to say to be relevant in college football, a team needs nine or ten wins, giving themselves a chance in the soon-to-be 12-team playoffs. Yes. Yes. Now, uh, asterisk by that, okay? If you're talking big picture, Todd, the answer is yes. 
but there are some programs that won't get there. So what's relevant to them, right? Let's use Kansas. Wasn't that long ago, Kansas was the laughing stock of that conference. Look what's happened to them. So it, it can happen. He says, he says, I agree, every team goes in cycles. It's about how long a team is down, and man, I believe that. Since 2010, Florida has five years of nine-plus wins. I don't think fans should expect championships every year, but how long before Florida is consistent, relevant, with nine or ten wins? We're struggling against historically middle-to-bottom-of-the-pack teams. Todd, if I could answer that, I'd be a rich man. But that is the $64,000 question. And I'm going to say this. I believe now it's harder to come up the chain, although Florida State proved you can do it, Kansas proved you could do it, but in this league, particularly in this league, it's hard because there are so many other good teams. Who would have thought Ole Miss would be as good as it is under Lane Kiffin? That used to be a win, win. No more. Even Arkansas. Arkansas has been, their one loss record doesn't show it, but they've been extremely, extremely relevant in the SEC in terms of being in games. Just haven't won a lot of them, but that's the bottom line. You've got to win some of those. So, yeah, I, I, you're exactly right, Todd. Steven says, I'm looking forward to seeing Florida basketball tomorrow on the ACC network. What can I expect to see from the Gators in year two of Coach Golden? I uh, had a chance to talk to him uh, last week. Uh, he's pretty excited. I can You can just sort of see with him. Uh, I think he, he likes his team. What I saw the other night, certainly a lot better in the front court, uh, more size, more length, got some bigs that can go out and shoot threes. I think that'll loosen up defenses. I think he feels like he has a nice rotation. Um, and it'll be a good test to play Virginia. By the way, I tried to get Virginia's coach here, and I got back from Virginia. He politely declined. So I tried. I, I try to get some of the coaches to come on and do that. Some do. Some don't. By the way, if you're a Jags fan, congratulations to Tom Coughlin, the franchise's first head coach. He's the seventh member of their pride of the Jaguars. All-time winning as coach. Uh, he joins, if you would have asked me who else was in the in their pride, I would not have gotten them all. Tony Baselli, Wayne and Dolores Weaver, Fred Taylor, Mark Brunel, Jimmy Smith. I forgot Jimmy Smith, but he was a good player back in the day. So he also coached the Giants for 12 years, won two Super Bowls, and both beating New England when he did it. So congratulations to Tom Coughlin. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Come on, peeps. Call us up today. Talk some sports. Lots to talk about. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Joseph Torbiso. 
Florida women's basketball play their second game of the season tonight against the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. The Gators look to improve to 2-0 following their 82-65 win at home on Monday against North Florida. You can catch coverage here at 5.40 p.m. Florida men's basketball play tomorrow in Charlotte for the Hall of Fame series versus Virginia. Sophomore guard Riley Kugel looks to continue his impressive start to the season after playing 34 minutes for the Gators on Monday and scoring 23 points and recording 4 assists. Tonight, week 10 of the NFL season kicks off as the 1-7 Carolina Panthers travel to Soldier Field to take on the 2-7 Chicago Bears. You can catch coverage here at 8.20 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joseph Torviso. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I am now talking directly to healthcare workers and their and your families. My healthcare federal credit union, I've told you, is now FICARE Federal Credit Union. Different name, but same great people, service, and location. Does your current checking account pay you? FICARE pays up to 5% with no monthly fees. Now remember, I can speak about this company because I've been with them, doing my banking with them for over 30 years. They've treated me right. They will do the same for you. So switch today. FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online at FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. Go online and check out all their great services at FICARE Federal Credit Union. Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the edge. Chad tried traditional treatments with no improvement. When he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. It was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was fantastic. That's because the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing long-lasting relief. Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100% feeling great. If you're tired of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 
Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. What's your favorite part of Football Sunday? The weekend's biggest game? Tailgating? Maybe watch parties with family and friends? Of course not. Football Sundays are all about the food and nothing better than a King's Hawaiian Sliders Sunday. Whether it's the original Hawaiian Sweet Rolls, Slider Buns, or Pretzel Slider Buns. Soft, fluffy, irresistible. King's Hawaiian, delicious, and built to enjoy with friends and family. A King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday, the only way to enjoy Sunday. Go to the bakery or deli section of your local store and pick up King's Hawaiian and enjoy. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Talking to talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Former Gator coach Dan Mullen joins us bottom of the hour. Tomorrow, Danny Cannell will be here on our Friday edition of Sports and our Prognostication Friday edition as well. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Don, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, sir. Hey, did they um, announce the, yesterday the injury report? That, are we going to have any of those guys back that missed the game last week? Yes. Uh, the injury report is actually quite good. Um, because the injured guys are coming back. Okay, thank you, Steve. I'll, t- I'll tell you real quick. Uh, the only guy, you know, Shamar James won't be back, uh, and Jack oh, Pyburn, okay. after getting hurt, won't be back either. He's out for the season. But Cam Jackson, you know, players like that are back. Thanks, Steve. Okay, thank you, sir. Yeah, that's good news. I mean, Caleb Douglas still out. Uh, Jonathan Odom's still out. But those are the, <clears throat> the only four that are on the injury report are Caleb Douglas, Shamar James, Jonathan Odom, and Jack Pyburn. So this time of the year when you're playing, you know, this many games, look, everybody, I don't care who it is, is beat up a little bit. But to have that few players uh, be there is pretty good. Lee in Lake City. Lee, let me help you with something here in this email, okay? He says, thanks for the great shows this week. I appreciate that. Billy needs all the help he can get from UAA with many things, and this includes creating a level playing field for his football team with intangibles, such as, why did Scott Strickland and the UAA allow the SEC office and ESPN to stuff a noon kickoff down UF's throat last week while wearing our silly black unis in the middle of the day, but wouldn't do the same to LSU this week? Well, Lee, two things here. Number one, that's controlled by the networks. Florida has, LSU has no say in when the games are. Now, what you can do 
let's just say that school X had four noon kickoffs in a row. There, you would get a letter. ESPN, ES, there would be a letter written. But normally speaking, you have nothing. You can't control that. And then he says, Florida had a short six-and-a-half-day turnaround in playing Arkansas after an away game against Georgia, a rival. LSU's getting a full seven-day turnaround time in playing Florida after an away game against Bama. Um, six hours, Lee, is not going to make any difference in terms of preparation for this game. I, I assure you of that. Okay? That's just how that is. So I would take those two things, Lee, and don't worry about them. Henry, hello. Hi. Hey, um, I didn't uh, catch her on any sports shows um ESPN and so forth. What did the, the Minnesota Vikings do to be able to get a hold of Josh Dobbs as an emergency replacement for Kirk Cousins? What did they do? Yeah, did they trade for him? Or they, uh, because he was starting for the um, Arizona. But then he was benched. As as I knew. But then he was benched. Oh, okay. That's why. So that's yeah. why he was available because he was benched. And Kyler Murray is supposedly coming back too. But that's why he was available. Uh, okay. Well, he put a he put a win on the column first off. Let me tell you. Of course, it was just it was just the Falcons, but well, Falcons are not. What he did in not knowing, you know, anybody there, not knowing signals, all of that, and go in there and engineer a win is pretty good. And from what I'm told, even with Dobbs's time at Tennessee, pretty smart dude. You know, pick things up, and that's a. I mean, the Vikings have been playing pretty good football lately here before Cousins got hurt, but yeah, that was pretty remarkable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just Thank curious. You. Yep, you got it. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, he was he was demoted with the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are awful this year. Um, and uh, the Vikings went out and got him, and see, that's where, as a Jets fan. Can you not – I know the Jets don't want to give up any more draft capital. I understand that. But, again, are you, are you willing – you spent money on Dalvin Cook, and that has proven to be not a good pickup. So are you willing, then, to go out and – Get somebody like that. Well, <laughs> they did it. And I give them a lot of credit because I think they still feel like they can be a playoff team. And I think that's pretty good. Um, Dobbs started for Arizona um, and then was benched and... Uh, they get him. By the way, um, Dobbs has played for seven NFL teams. I looked it up, including practice squads. Seven. So he's been the ult- the ulti- ultimate journeyman um, when it comes to that. So, again, I believe Dobbs was the first quarterback. Somebody... Um, 
Zach, can I ask this? You look, look, check my facts here. I believe Joshua Dobbs was the first quarterback traded twice within the same season for the first time in almost 30 years. I think the early 90s was the last time that happened. Think about that. The first quarterback traded twice within the same year. Is that right? Okay. Since 1994. I was close. Okay. So, 1990. Thank you, Zach. So, (laughs) and it paid out one game, right? But it paid dividends. And we'll see what happens going forward. 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. John says, Can you guess what the computer thinks? Rank the top 11 in order of who the ESPN computer most likely to win the uh, championship. Pan down compared to the ESPN computer. Remember, think like a computer, not like a human here. Uh, It would take me some time to do this, but I sometimes have difficulty in doing this, John, because the computer gets so many other things to make part of the decision for that I'm not privy to. Ron will be our final caller of the hour. Hi, Ron. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm just here parked and driving around town, and I hear that you had Dan Mullen coming on here uh, on the air today. Uh-huh. And I, I just have a strong opinion that I'd like to uh, uh, say here. Sure. I don't know how the man can come back to Gainesville at all. He quit on us, and then we pay him $11 million to, to leave. Uh, that's, that's, that's shameless. That's that. uh so anyhow, I just wanted to register my, my remark. I wonder if the rest of the Gator Nation feels the way that I do, that man doesn't deserve to bring his face back in this town at all. And that Coach, Nup, Coach Napier is paying the price for all that. People need to keep that in mind, too. Napier's doing the best he can with what Mullen left behind. Yeah. And thank you for this. Okay, thank, thank you, Ron. Sure. Um, you're not the first person who has expressed that opinion. But my journalistic hat here is... He works for ESPN. He is now in the broadcast fraternity. And it's just like, if you're going to use that logic, then why have Urban Meyer here? Urban Meyer left the program in shambles. He le- Right? And there was a time when I had him on here and people registered the same complaint. So I'm just telling you, He's, you know, from a journalistic standpoint, he covers college football. And the wound, if you will, of Mullen leaving here is fresh, much like it was when Urban left and he got back into or he got into media. So I get it, um, but that's part of his job. And, you know, one day, I hope, there's going to be a conversation with him about his leaving, just as I had with Urban Meyer. So that may come down the road, too. But for today, at least, he'll talk college football. That's our first hour. Our thanks to Scott Rabelais from the Baton Rouge Advocate, who came on and talked to LSU football. Again, if you had to ask me, my, I think Jaden Daniels plays. But we'll find out today. We should find out today if he practices and if he'll play or not. We'll find out. Hour 2 coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. Zach Weiss, our producer today. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us as you listen on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now watch us live here in uh, the Gainesville area on Cox Cable Channel 6. I can't wear my my sloppy clothes now. i got to look halfway decent when I come into work now. But, uh, no, I always do. I don't. Anyway, uh, phone lines open. Hopefully you'll talk some sports today. The This is the pattern of what happens when Florida loses. There is venom, frustration, angst, anger, uh, whatever the adjective is, Saturday, uh, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, and a little bit on Wednesday. Then people forget about it, and Thursday is kind of like the, hmm, what's next day? And then Friday, fans become fans, and Florida's going to beat Georgia by 30 points. That, that, and that's fine. But I'm going to ask this and take a little poll here. Do you think Florida will win one of their remaining games to become bowl eligible? Simple yes or no. You want to tell me why you can. Uh, would love to hear that. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. 
Andrew says, why do, why do good college basketball teams start so sluggishly at the beginning of the year, i.e. Michigan State lost? Well, okay. Andrew, first of all, let's just say in some preseason poll that, you know, Team X is picked to finish 10th. Well, maybe they're not playing like the 10th best team yet. Sometimes it's when you catch a team, right? So and early in the year, you tend to see upsets like that when you know rosters are sort of being set and rotations and all of that. And you know what? The other schools, they, they practice and recruit too. That, that happens sometimes. Butch, welcome. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Okay. Good. Um, I, I guess maybe more points and questions, but I think one of the things that I've often wondered about is they. I just saw on TV with Florida State the other day how all their NIL people, or most of the ones that they got in, were huge contributors to the team. I wonder if that's ever been discussed in terms of Florida. Have, how well have their NIL people performed? Well, I, according yeah, according to what, like I I. I think that uh, Merch is the highest paid NIL guy. He's performed okay. Um, so, you know, I haven't gone down the complete list, but I know he's, I believe he's the highest paid, and he's done all right. Yeah, I mean, because you look at Florida State, I think there's six big guys, or seven even, or NIL transfers. Right. From quarterback, wide receiver, and everything. And so I guess it's not only a recruiting process for NIL, but it's an evaluation process to see what they're going to do for you. Let's so let's take well, before you go. Let's take away the money. It's always been that Butch. That's never yeah. changed, right? When you get a transfer to come to your program, first of all, you're doing your homework as a coach as to what that kid's done before. See tape on him, and then how does he fit into our system? So that homework never changes. The NIL changes it a bit, but that part, in my opinion, never changes. Yeah, I mean, this is a side point, but I wish they would make NIL money transparent. Then you would know what some of these schools are actually spending for kids, but maybe none of our business, and who cares? Now, on to my next point, I think that and nobody, you know, sometimes you're concerned about things and you never say them, and I'm not concerned because I'm not a fan, but I think, I don't know if I speak for Florida stands ever or not, but you look at next year, and it doesn't get any better. You add Texas, you add Miami, you still have all these other players that have played. I don't. I think LSU drops next year, don't they? Yes. So, I mean, it's hard to be optimistic about next year if you're a Gator fan when you go, my God, look who they're bringing in. Okay, I'll... I'll, and, again, I'll and you say? I will retort that. Every year is different. And what Gator, what any fan base is comparing that to is the lens of which they're looking now, which is this year's team. Well, it it isn't going to be this year's team. Texas won't have the same team next year that they have this year. It could be better, right? But, you know, when when, when you look at the Gators' schedule, Miami. What's Miami's record this year? What have they done? So, I mean, could... could they beat Florida? Yeah, Certainly. There, but, you know, but the point being, you're adding a – it's not a rival to Florida probably because the series is too but I bet it's a rival to them. And so, uh, okay, you know, rival or not. It, it, this year. Rival or not, you got to play. 
and and you yeah, know, you're not Florida's playing. Sure, you know Florida's going to be up. So go ahead, Butch. Steve. I'm sorry, I interrupted you all over the place. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say because you look at Florida, Florida State this year. That game scares me because you know Florida. If they don't win either one of these last two games, that's going to be their bowl game, their national championship game. It's going to be an everything game. Sure. So you, you're going to get everything that they've got to give you, and I think that's what Miami's going to do to Florida next year. Sometimes you can play above your talent level just because you want it that bad, you know. Mm-hmm. So, all right, my friend. I'll okay. see you later. Thank you, Butch. Appreciate your call. Look, I believe I'm right. I think doesn't Florida open with Miami? next year and then Samford I know it's the second game and I think the third game is UCF you, you are you telling me Florida couldn't be three and0 there I think they can be all those games are at home you would think at home you could be three and0 now I don't know when exactly no I'm sorry UCF is later in the year Uh, I beg your pardon. But the point of that is you're not playing a team that I I think is overwhelming that you can't beat, and the game is at home. Woody, hello. Yeah, hey, Steve. You asked if uh, we thought would Florida win another game out of these last three, and my answer is no. Not because I don't think they can beat LSU or they can beat Missouri or they can beat Florida State, but here's my reasons. Okay, got nine games to see that we don't have a whole lot of guys sacking the quarterback, causing fumbles. We don't have a lot of guys in the secondary intercepting passes and uh, doing pass breakups, any big plays. We don't see big plays hardly at all. A couple in the last couple games with Pearsall returning the ball about 30 yards uh, on special teams. But um, really, the only thing that we've got to be pretty confident about is our field goal kicker. Uh, offense, we're going to score against LSU. We'll probably score against Missouri, score against Florida State as well. Problem is, is defense, you know, you got to have the only way we're going to beat those teams is if we have big plays, turnovers. We got to, we got to win something in the intangibles and we're not doing that. So I just don't think they are going to win any of the games. I'm going to root for them to win the games. Uh, I think they can win the games, but they're going to have to do something I haven't seen them do, you know. So it's hard to be optimistic when you just lost to Arkansas. All you have to do is tackle one guy, you know. So it's hard to be optimistic. I'm just hanging in there watching for improvement. I'm sticking with them. But you ask the question, and I'm answering it, you know, with my head, not my heart. Okay. You know. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Woody. By the way, I misspoke. LSU is on the schedule next year. I think in 25 they might go off. So they are on the schedule. D, welcome. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh talk Gator Hoops with you, man. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't think Todd Golden's ever going to recruit a player under 6'11", man. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, I go to sleep last night, man, and we get uh, we get the 7'6 guy, man. I mean, this is uh, this is unbelievable, man. I think, uh, you know, last year kind of, you know, opened his eyes and said, man, we need as much front court help as we can get every year, man. And uh, like I said, with some of these guys, man, you uh, seven foot, you cannot teach seven six. So, nope. uh, even if he just stands there and blocks shots and rebounds, that's that's just something that you can't teach. And he's at, at worst, he's going to be a deterrent at the rim for anybody you know coming down there. Yeah, you can't coach height, that's for sure. Um, and and look, you know, we have seen you know really really big players 
who have been good and some that have just been okay. And I, I before his name was announced, you know, I think he's, isn't he from Canada? Yeah. Uh, so again, you know, what the hell do I know about the Canadian under 17 teams? Nothing. But obviously they recruited him. And so, you know, he, I think he went to IMG. So they knew about him being there. So we'll see. Right. And uh, tomorrow's, on uh, tomorrow's night game, Steve, uh, I don't know much about Virginia. I know they got this kid back, Beckham, I guess his name is. He's, he's pretty good, a wing, a wing player, pretty good defender. But, you know, this is big, Steve. You know, we, we haven't done, you know, in these out-of-conference games. Uh, I know UConn whipped us up pretty good last year. Uh, you know, if you start to win some of these games in the out-of-conference, especially the quad ones, then that put, it puts less pressure on you in the conference to win most of those games, those quad one games. So, it, I mean, it would be huge to, to go out against Virginia, a team that's you know, been pretty good in the ACC for the last decade, to go on a neutral site and beat them. And I think that would uh, – you know, raise the confidence of the team and, and definitely put some eyeballs on us nationally. I do too. And, you know, Tony Bennett's always had pretty good defensive teams at Virginia. So I'm anxious to see if that is indeed the calling card there, how, you know, how Florida responds to that, you know, not being at home. So, the, and, and I like the schedule that Todd Golden's put together. It's challenging, it's not overly zealous. But it's challenging, and I think this is a great time after that first game to play a team like that. Yep, I'll be watching. Be good, Steve. Okay, appreciate you, D. Thank you. Uh, Tennessee Mike, quickly, hi. Hey, Steve, I need to catch up on the quarterback uh, health for uh, Mertz and Jaden Daniels. Are they day-to-day? Where is that? With Mertz? Uh, yeah, Mertz is healthy, right? Yeah, he's fine. Okay, and Jane Daniels is in the concussion protocol. Yes, so he's, 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 uh, he practiced a little bit yesterday, but not in any kind of contact. I think today is going to be the day where if he's going to play, you know, they would say that because if he doesn't practice today and, and get contact, I'm not sure he would play. Yeah, okay. Hey, I want to ask you about a few coaches here, Steve, but um, I'm going to go with 5-7 and seven for the Gators, and I was thinking 6-6 six and six before the season. And if it winds up 5-7, and seven, that's a wild 5-7 and seven because I expected Tennessee and South Carolina to both beat Florida. That would be a crazy 5-7 and seven if that's how it finishes. Yeah, it'd be different. All right, Steve, last question for you. I want to rattle off some really good football coaches that are kind of toxic in the industry and uh, give you a question. Art and Kendall Bryles, Bobby Petrino, Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, and even Herb, Urban Meyer to a certain extent. How many ADs slash and or schools would never give any of those um, coaches a sniff? Half the industry, half the, half the Power Five? I mean, I don't know how you answer that except for a guess because nobody knows the answer to that. Um, I think it depends on a couple of things. One, how desperate are you? In other words, if you've had a really long losing streak and you haven't hired good coaches, and I'll just throw this guy out, Urban Meyer becomes available, do you think about that? I, I think you do, but it's just yeah. it's so hard to answer that. Yeah. Okay, let's take let's take Herb out of it. I just want to go with Art and Kendall Bryles, Kiffin and Petrino, and Hugh Freeze. I think more, probably more than half the Power 5 schools and athletic directors would not give any of those five coaches a sniff, and I think one of those schools and one of those athletic directors is uh, Florida and Strickland. Do you agree? Probably. Hang in there. Okay, thank you. One fifteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Chilowee, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports.
Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Joseph Torviso. Florida women's basketball play their second game of the season tonight against the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. The Gators look to improve to 2-0 following their 82-65 win at home on Monday against North Florida. You can catch coverage here at 5.40 p.m. Tonight, Week 10 of the NFL season kicks off as the 1-7 Carolina Panthers travel to Soldier Field to take on the 2-7 Chicago Bears. You can catch coverage here at 8.20 p.m. Locally, the undefeated Buholtz football team begin their playoff run tonight against the Mosley Dolphins at Citizens Field. The game will feature two UF commits, Miles Graham and Kendall Jackson. Kickoff is set for 7.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joseph Torviso. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, That place has been in business for over 40 years. Owned and operated since day one by the Cousins family. What's that tell you? Longevity, service, and quality. That's right. All those things in 40-plus years of giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. When you go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, you can test drive the vehicles, eyeball them for yourself, there's sales staff always there to help you out, answer any questions you might have. When you're there, check out the variety, the wide selection, the different price points of the makes and models to give you a terrific choice and a terrific selection of the vehicle that you purchase. You can also go online at secars.com and check things out that way as well. But as I've told you for years, you know what to do when you go see them in person. You tell the Cousins family sports scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Radiant Credit Union wants to remind you that you can get some extra jingle in your pocket by earning double dimes when you shop this holiday season. So every time we say jingle, we're going to drop in a... Just use your Radiant Visa credit card for purchases to jingle all the way through December 31st to earn. Visit radiantcu.org slash jingle and get double dimes rolling your way. Man, this was fun. Jingle! Federally insured by NCUA. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. 
We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family-owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways, but it's important to be prepared for the journey regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I asked earlier if you thought Florida would uh, win one of its last three games. Patrick says, probably not. Lucas says, yes, he thinks Florida beats FSU at home. Seemed to play well. Plus, he'll be there, so he wants the dub. <laughs> David says, hope I'm wrong. I think we go 0-3. Uh, Todd says, I pray I'm wrong. We were supporting them for three wins. I don't think Florida wins another game, although nothing would be better than Florida beating Florida State and throwing a wrench in their plans. I don't see enough consistency in our defense to get quarterback pressure, stop the run, create turnovers. Offense needs a spark, some help to get wins. Defense has to be the catalyst. But all right, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, before I get in that football, I say, oh, girls' basketball team has really gotten two nice recruits back to back days. The young lady from Minnesota and the young lady, I think, yesterday from Haggerty High School here in Central Florida who I saw on 247 Sports is supposed to be a really good basketball player. And and, and add with the Reynolds young lady for this year, McDonald. But, Steve, I've given us to tell you I leave, live an uh, interesting life. I've given thought to your question. And I think that Florida's best shot at winning is going to be next week in Missouri. I think they're playing on the road. And I think this team probably feel less pressure on the road. Hopefully you can go up and play loose and maybe get up on um, Missouri, hopefully 10, 14, 17 points, and Brady Cook reverse back to his old ways. My problem with the LSU game, Steve, I think Florida has a better chance to win if uh, Daniel doesn't play. But I think Nussmiles are capable throw of the football. I, I just think with, if, if, without Daniels, 
you take away the threat of the running. And we saw what K.J. Jefferson did to this past week. And another thing, Steve, against Florida State, and I think this is where Florida's got to go. A lot of people are calling in and saying we think the best chance at Florida State. And I do think Florida State game is going to be close. I think Florida's going to have success moving the ball against Florida State. That game, and they may be in the front uh, mid-third, early fourth quarter, but this is the key. I don't think George Travis is going to allow Florida State to lose that game, and we don't have a player that I think he's going to win. He's going to whatever needs to be done. He's going to make the plays to win that game for Florida State, and that's why I I, I don't I, I would I, I'm gonna pull for Florida in all three, but I think beating Florida State in Gainesville is going to be a difficult task because I don't think Jordan Travis is going to let Florida State gotcha. lose. Steve, okay. you have a great okay. day. Okay, thank you, sir. Um, Daniel is listening. Says, uh, one thing about the NIL folks should be wary of, we're still early in the era. So far, we have not seen a program leverage NIL transfers into sustainable success. Well, that's because it hasn't been around that long, but but I got you. He would caution folks, FSU and Ole Miss fans in particular, to hang their hats on projecting their future too far out based upon hitting the transfer lottery. Still early, but here we are talking about the same cast of characters, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, as favorites for the title as we have the last four years. These are teams that have been built around solid recruiting and targeted limited transfers. Time will tell. I agree. Look, you can get yourself, like Ole Miss has, like Florida State has, instant credibility if you hit the transfer portal jackpot. Missouri has gotten a lot better through the transfer portal. So it can be done. But to your point, Daniel, and I agree with it, is it sustained success? Can you do that? Can Lane, I I believe I'm right, 16 of the 22 starters at Ole Miss come from the transfer portal. That's a large number. Can you do that every year and... The other half of the equation is, are those players going to be successful? Just because they came from school X doesn't mean you're going to be successful when you come to you know, whatever the transfer school is. So that is part of it. By the way, did you know this? They're going to change the name of the Senior Bowl. The NFL sent a memo to all 32 teams, college juniors, who have declared for the draft are now eligible to play in the Senior Bowl, the Shrine Bowl, and the legacy games of the historically black colleges. So it ain't going to be the Senior Bowl anymore. I don't think they'll change it, but you get to my point. It's not really going to be the Senior Bowl anymore. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, former Gator coach and now ESPN college football analyst Dan Mullen. We'll talk college football next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. 
QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store. If you're used to shopping in malls and never been into an IDC before, I want to personally invite you in. International Diamond Center owner, Keith LeClaire. We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these manufacturers. And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one thing I'll guarantee to you is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop IDC at Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We've got a brief warming trend setting up over our area this afternoon. Mostly sunny skies, temperatures rising to the lower to mid-80s tonight. Partly cloudy, patchy fog tomorrow morning with very mild lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, highs in the upper 80s with mostly sunny skies. Increasing clouds on Saturday, a chance for showers on Sunday with highs Sunday in the 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. 
Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. Throw out the records and the rankings because it's a heavyweight showdown in the Big Ten East. The undefeated Michigan Wolverines head to Happy Valley to take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join LeVar Arrington and me for all the action as these two Big Ten foes battle it out in Beaver Stadium. It's Penn State hosting Michigan. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday morning at 1130 right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Lots of activity going on in Gatorland besides football, basketball, Orange and Blue World Series, and baseball. Cross country is happening. The NCAA cross country championships are here, the South Regional, which is taking place tomorrow. Well, we had a caller that expressed his disappointment uh, of Dan Mullen coming back here. And uh, we can't get hold of him. So hopefully uh, we'll get him before the day is over or reschedule him. We are supposed to have Danny Cannell here tomorrow. We are going to have a Veterans Day show tomorrow. All right. The last half hour or so, still want to hear from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Jim says, I think Florida can win at least one of their last three games. Florida's due to show up for a big game. I think it'll be a stunning upset at LSU. also think if FSU is undefeated, Florida will upset them to close out the season. FSU is yet to stub their toe. Why not against Florida? Calling my shots, he says. As always, love the show. Well, Jim, if that happens, you and many others will be happy Gator fans. There is no question um, about that. And John... Thanks for email. Your email, he said, different approaches, but one built on sustainability. Uh, sent me a link to why being different gives Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss football a better chance uh, to beat Georgia. And, again, you've got a situation where um, you do it one way versus the other. Georgia does have some transfers. But Kirby Smart has come out and said, I still prefer the old-fashioned way, get a kid young, you know, coach him up, learn our system, et cetera. And I think that that does help a little bit. Uh, Paul says, uh, do you know much about the 7-6 kit? No, I don't. Um, Canadian, I went to IMG, and uh, I know he's tall because he's 7-6. I mean, you know, how do you know? But I think the recruiting, and I think you're going to see it this year, I think the portal and recruiting, I think Todd Golan's team this year is going to be an NCAA tournament team. If they don't get hurt, all things equal. Now, will they be, you know, a two-seat or a three-seat? No. But you know what? The goal this year, get in the tournament. That in year two, I think that's the goal. Because God forbid – if they don't make the tournament this year, Mike White all over again. 
year three, there'll be a lot of pressure to make the NCAA tournament. But I do think this is the year that they do it. All right, I got a couple of more emails, but then, well, without Dan being here, need you. So you got a quick, if you're just listening, does do you think Florida will win one of its last three games? So far, the majority of you have said yes, that you thought it would happen. Uh, Jeff says, one of my friends said you said something about permanent baseball opponents. Can you elaborate? Uh, yes. Uh, the SEC announced permanent opponents today for each SEC team beginning with 2025. And Florida's opponents um, are, not surprisingly, Georgia and South Carolina. No surprise there. And that's good. I think that's, again, that's a bus ride you can go to. And geography did play a part in this. Um, and remember, from now on, it's going to be, or in 2025, single division, much like football. No East, no West. You win the SEC. And I like that. I, I, again, old-timers like winning the East, et cetera, but you will now have a champion. I think people forget Florida is getting a an SEC championship ring in baseball because they were co-champions last year. Bring Tony to the show. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? I'll give you a call since Dan decided to skip on you, man. Yeah, I um, can't believe that. Maybe you heard that guy complain about him before. I don't know. Hey, hey, maybe you heard. Maybe you heard. Hey, Steve, you know, based on your question, I'll, I'll take a stab. You know, I would have thought the LSU game was probably our best shot to take home a victory here in these last three weeks without Jaden Daniels playing, but – I'm like you. I, it looks like he's going to play. And uh, with him playing, I mean, that offense is just that much that dynamic. You would think if they'll, that they might tell him to just take it easy running, you know, so he doesn't get hit anymore. But you got to think that the doctors clear you, right? I mean, he's either 100% or he's not going to play, correct? Yeah, I think what they'll probably yeah. tell him is if he's, you know, it, first of all, whatever that is, he's got to clear the concussion protocol. If he does right. that, then he's cleared to play. Certainly, you know, if I'm the, the coach, I'm telling him, feel free to run, but as soon as you see contact coming, dude, get down. That's, exactly. I mean, because that's part of his game. Big time. Yeah, it's a huge part of his game. Yeah. Um, with that being said, then, I'll, I'll probably then hope that we can take the Florida State game, and the only thing there would be the home crowd, obviously. Um, I mean, Shane is still not sold on Florida State. I mean, he'll tell you flat out that he's still not sold on them being uh, one of the top teams in the country. So hopefully that pans out and uh, they can take that game. I am sold um, on it more than he is, but I'm not sold that they're a top four team. I right, think they're a right. top ten team. I think yeah. they have the capability of being you know, a top four team. They play Miami this week. Then I believe they have a cupcake before playing Florida. So right. they could be unbeaten when they come here. And man, if you're going to talk pressure, all the pressure's on the boys in Tallahassee. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, Steve, I'm, I'm going to be a chance to go out to the baseball games. 
to the practices, man. But you're going to have a good time calling those games this year, man. Let me tell you, that's, that those freshman pitchers, they have so much poise, Steve. I mean, he brought in like 10 of them. And I got to tell you, Steve, not one of them has gone up there looking like they don't belong. I mean, they're throwing strikes. They're not walking people. They got great mound presence. And health is always a big thing with pitchers, Steve. But there's probably a couple, two or three first-round draft picks amongst those freshman pitchers, Steve, as long as they stay healthy, obviously. Well, but, um, I've heard nothing but good things. Um, yeah. Now, look, we all know it's different when you're facing, you know, LSU or whatever. But I think you've got a pretty good judge of talent in Kevin O'Sullivan. And I, I've heard nothing but good from these freshman pitchers. I think some will factor into what's going to happen this year. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Play a huge factor. No choice. True. <laughs> the whole bullpen's going to be them, basically, aside from like Slater and uh, Purnell, basically. So, yeah, they're going to play a huge factor, Steve O. All right, buddy. Have a good one, man. Okay. Thank you for your call. Porter's here. Hi, Porter. Hey, Steve. I'm going to go back a day or two ago. I wanted to um, uh, throw in a different angle. I, I can't. I think the wording the, the caller used was the, uh, the Gators ruined this weekend or something of that sort. And um, you uh, countered that you know, you've been a Jets fan for so long and, and it doesn't ruin your weekend. And I, I get that. But um, uh, is there validity to say over, over you know, not, not obviously not the last five years, but uh, for the two or three, a couple of three decades or uh, before then, the Gators had um, uh, trained behavior to be relevant annually and championship contender uh, somewhat frequently, whether it's SEC or um, you know, even nationally. Uh, as the Jets had um, decades of trained behavior of being disappointment annually and rarely and occasionally a playoff contender. So it does adjust on that. I don't. It, we don't want to lower standards, but I mean. Uh, would, would, would you, do, you, do you think there's some validity to that as far as how, how disappointment is, is received or perceived to the fan? I'm not sure I understand the point. Well, it, it seemed like you were countering that about the, the fandom of disappointing, the, the disappointing weakness. So it, it shouldn't, and that you can say for, you know, for certainty, certainty that it shouldn't because you've been a Jets fan for so long. And I was just saying that it seems like the, you know, we, we, adjust, we adjust your standards back, like people say many times. We were 8 and 4, we were happy. 8 and 3, we were happy back in the early 80s. And, um, uh, you know, 8 and, eight and 4 certainly wouldn't put the same. Uh, glee today that it, that it did, or today it probably would, <laughs> but uh, four years ago it wouldn't. Um, and again, but but at Ole Miss, you know, eight and four, or nine and three is great. So I, I, we don't want to adjust, lower the standards, but it's a, it's a fact of life. Um, I don't think it uh, counters. I don't think it offsets what he, what he was trying to say. <laughs> were, yeah, or were, uh, were you were you just saying, oh, football shouldn't affect the other parts of life? I was kind of kind of asking you that. No, I, a fan has every right to have it affect he or she in whatever way it does. I mean, look, I get over it. When I coached, I didn't. I will tell you that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if I lost a game, it took me a while to, you know, get get over it and, you know, move on to the next one. But, you know, as a fan, it's a little bit different because, yes, you are invested but you don't have direct investment as a coach would have. But that just varies, I think, Porter, with you know different people. Some people, 
you know, go to a game and, oh, there's the outcome. You, you lament about it for a little bit, and then you go, you know, go, go in the pool and go swimming. And some people mm-hmm. brood about it all weekend. That's just human nature. I got you. I got you. I guess what I was saying is, I we don't want to blow our standards. We don't want our standards, but I think it's back to life and, and uh, to use it as the, the 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 reason. Oh, it's okay because this. I, I, you know, I hate to hate to, have to say that, but after the last four or five years, um, you know, it's, it's a fact of life. We've got to face. Right. Uh, one quick thing: the, the the when the when the last two minutes, I make a first down. They the game clock is paused. I like to use that instead of stop to, uh, temporarily to spot the ball and set the change. That doesn't do anything to the play clock. Um, it, was it ever addressed specifically? I don't, I think the ref made a mistake in allowing them to substitute. I think if we substitute, then they allowed to, they should be allowed to substitute. But that doesn't. Once the ball is set, the game clock should start running. I think the I think they made a mistake on that call. Uh, has anybody really addressed that? I mean, ultimately, it didn't matter because we missed the kick. But, I don't um, think they made a mistake. Really? Okay. So, you, so I mean, I, I don't know if there's a if, if it's in a two minute period. Porter, we're we're talking way. Too long on this. Okay. 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 I was just I, nobody addressed it. Okay. All right. Question. Thank All you. Thanks. Yikes. One forty-four. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Chillery. ESPN. Ninety-eight-one FM. Eight fifty AM. WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN. Ninety-eight-one FM. Eight fifty AM. WYUF. Good afternoon. I'm Hannah Mack. Florida women's basketball will take on Bethune Cookman tonight at home. Tune in for coverage right here at 5.40 p.m. Florida men's basketball travels to Charlotte, North Carolina to battle Virginia tomorrow night. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. Buholtz High School football will begin their playoff run tonight after an undefeated regular season. The Bobcats will host 6-4 Mosley tonight at 7.30. The Chicago Bears host the Carolina Panthers this week in Thursday night football. Bears quarterback Justin Fields is set to miss his fourth straight game due to a thumb injury. Bryce Young will look to lead Carolina to their second one of the year. Catch coverage right here at 8.20 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Hannah Mack. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Seasons change, and with that comes the perfect time to buy a bass boat and make memories with family and friends. The weather's great for fishing and boating inshore and offshore. Polaris of Gainesville is your bass boating headquarters with a huge selection of boats. Save like never before on new Ranger or Nitro fiberglass bass boats powered by ultimate and reliable Mercury outboard engines. Get $10,000 off. You heard that right. $10,000 off. And a $2,000 gift card along with a premium cover. All three with no hassle, no haggle pricing. Ranger bass boats are the pinnacle of perfection. The highest standards in quality. Powered by the ultimate reliable Mercury outboard engine. The nitro fiberglass fishing boats are also powered by Mercury Marine. Represent quality and value. And offering a value-packed boat that brings back the good old days of being out on the water. Polaris of Gainesville has the number one selling aluminum protein 175TXW with a $2,000 inflation buster discount. Stop in today. Polaris of Gainesville. US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We 
know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at chuckbushautorepair.com. The Florida Department of Corrections is hiring. You could earn a starting salary of almost $50,000 plus up to a $6,000 hiring bonus at select institutions. We have immediate openings throughout Florida. No experience is necessary and all training is provided. Officers receive a salary and are immediately eligible for benefits, including health insurance and the college tuition waiver on day one of your new career. Text apply to DCJOB or visit FLDOCjobs.com to apply today. Are you busy with work, family, and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville Staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And don't forget about their award-winning coffee that's always made with Cuban love and available from sunrise to late night. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good to hear back from Coach Mullen. He was in a meeting. He's getting ready to do the Louisville broadcast. So uh, hopefully he's here tomorrow, or if not, we'll get him back on. Uh, and Danny Cannell is scheduled to be here tomorrow as well on a prognostication Friday. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com as we wrap up a uh, Thursday edition of Sports Scene. Uh, let's see here. A couple of emails, but I could use a couple more. we got about uh, or a couple of phone calls, too. Uh, Phil emails. He's got a good question. He says, uh, I know sometimes you like to quote uh, what the SEC stats are. What do you think is Florida's strength at this point? It's a good question. I I guess I would want to know what your definition of strength 
is, but I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to Byron's call first. Hi, Byron. Hey, Steve. Steve, you know, real quick, I'm not going to be long because, you know, I get to rambling. But, Steve, you know, over the years of this show, I think in the 80s when, when uh, 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 Larry was on, you know, uh, how, how much sports has evolved? And I'm saying that to say as Gator fans, you know, man, b- before Spurrier, and we had the Charlie Pell era, and, and then and Emmett Smith, when, when this show started, probably back in those days, we, we was probably a mediocre team. Emmett left and right with Herschel and those guys. Where I'm going, Steve, is that it's so changed now, and I'm so thankful. And we had Billy Donovan, Norm Sloan. You know, those those were good. We, 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 you the one told us to appreciate those days. And with Oklahoma and, and those other teams coming in, I think Texas, man, it's changed so much. NIL, we were just trying to recruit. And, and Bell was talking about recruiting the state of Florida. So, Steve, I'm rambling. But, you know, it's changed so much. So, appreciate what we got. And hopefully we'll get back there. I'm hoping we'll be there LSU. Go Gators. And, and thank you, Steve, for your time. Byron, thank you. Let me quickly answer the question about the strength. If Are you saying offense or defense? I, I think the offense is a little ahead of the defense right now, but it's interesting. If you take statistically, and I've not looked at every one of these, but where Florida is the highest ranked is in pass defense. They're fifth in the SEC, and they give up 209 yards a game. That, I believe, is their is their best statistical, except for passes completed by Merch, the completion percentage, which is number one in the SEC, but... It's interesting because I would not have thought that given what I've seen with the secondary. But those are the facts. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, enjoying the show as usual. You called us out. So I had to call call you up and ask you a question. Um, I did think it was kind of uh, sad, to be honest with you. Uh, Pat Dooley wrote an article saying that if Florida were to lose these last three games or perhaps maybe win one game but then lose in the bowl game, it would be the first time the Florida Gator football program has had three straight losing seasons since 1945 to 47. That was, it hasn't even happened in my lifetime. So that kind of bothers me. And so to tie that into my question, Steve, LSU at, at Baton Rouge, Columbia, Missouri, of course, the Tigers, then Florida State at home. Of those three, which one do you, which team do you think Florida has the best chance of winning and why, and why do you believe that out of these next three games? And I'll listen off air and go Gators. Okay. Thank you, Greg. The initial answer I would give you is that I always think you have a better chance at home. You're playing a rival. You kind of know them. They know you. Everything is on the line. So I would say that. But I don't, I don't know this LSU team, especially if Jaden Daniels doesn't play, I give Florida the best chance to win in Baton Rouge. If Daniels plays, I, and assuming he's 100% or close to it, I would say the home game here. Florida, here's the, here's the trick, Greg. Florida could win those games. They could lose them. Now, if they were to win three in a row here, that would be a dramatic shift from what has transpired over the course of the year. And that's why I don't think that's going to happen. 
But normally speaking, you, you, you think you have a better chance of winning at home. Jay says, why does Billy coach and call plays from 30 yards downfield? I've never seen a play caller be that far from the line of scrimmage. I think he just wants to see everything, but maybe somebody who knows better than me can answer that. Um, that's, I think that's the answer, but I could be corrected with that. And again, I think as a play caller, you do want to see what the defense is doing, formations, etc. cetera. Uh, Phillip uh, says, I think Florida goes one and two, but I'm not sure which game they'll win. I do think the Gators will find a way to win one of them. Okay? Once again, they do that, bowl eligible, and you get more practices. I know that's coach speak, but for younger players, especially early enrollees, that can that can help. It can't hurt. That's for sure. But I'm going to tell you what. The second part of the bowl eligible stuff is if you become bowl eligible, well, then you better have a team that's going to show up to play. Because the last couple of bowl games, that's not been the case. Florida has checked out. They need to check in. I mean, if you, if you, if you are engaged and you lose, okay, fine, you lose. But you cannot be embarrassed. You cannot look like you don't want to be there. That's just not going to work. So I think that's part of the equation here as well. Not just become bowl eligible, but play well uh, when, when and if that uh, time occurs. Final two emails. Eric is the first one. He also asked about Ron Washington and the Braves. I think Ron Washington has been a big part of the Braves' success, well-respected, uh, terrific mentor, former big league manager. He'll be missed. It doesn't mean the Braves can't win, but he'll be missed. I think it's part of the reason the Braves have been successful is because of his tenure on the coaching staff. I really do believe that. And uh, Joseph is our final emailer. And uh, he's got a basketball question. He says, do you see a year in the near, this is a great question, in the near future when both the men's and women's basketball teams make the NCAA tournament in the same year? Yeah. If, if Kelly Ray Finley, now look, you've got in women's basketball, LSU, South Carolina, I mean, you've got some big league teams and he has Tennessee. So once again, you have to hurdle them. But your question was about making the NCAA tournament. I think in two years that could happen. I'm not sure the women's team will make tournament this year, but what they're recruiting, and again, you don't know about the portal, right? I think that is certainly fine. I think the Gator men will make the tournament this year if they stay healthy, etc. I think that'll all go well. Um. Okay, tomorrow, Megan Borowski will join us for the UF Weather Center to give you the Baton Rouge forecast, as well as answer my question, will it ever rain again in Gainesville, Florida? We are in a dry spell here, and it's not expected to rain again for a week. Oof. We, need some, we need some rain here. 
But for now, that's our show. Danny Cannell will join us tomorrow as well. Thanks to Zach for producing it. We thank you for listening to it. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a Veterans Day edition of Sports Scene, a Prognostication Friday day as well. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.